Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. So Courtney, I just got off of a plane and let me tell you the funniest thing that happened to me. You travel a lot. I feel like you should have a lot of these stories. I do. Yeah, but this one's like fresh on my mind. So on our flight out, you know, we were traveling because my husband for work, whatever. And I went along as a tag along, you know, for fun, Uh, even though I had to work the whole time too. But anyway, so that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is we get on the plane and we're seated. And I don't know what happens, but all of a sudden my husband turned into a megaphone because he took a call. (laughs) And he's not usually very loud, which is why I find that to be weird. It's crazy. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, hey, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what What happened? Like, I'm looking around, and, like, people are staring, and I'm like, oh, my God, hun, shh. What are you, what, what is wrong with you? Are you deaf? Like, what is going on here? And he just keeps going, and everybody is staring. He doesn't realize how loud he is, okay? And I, I just remember being that person next to somebody like that before, thinking, God, these people just have like no regard for anybody around them. And now my husband is this person. I think it would be a cell phone thing. That I, I don't sometimes. like. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes when you're on your cell phone, you get louder than is necessary because you don't understand that people can hear you. Yeah, but do you understand? Like our technology now is pretty amazing. It can hear a pin drop. Okay. That's true. That's like true. you don't need to yell. I keep telling him. I'm like waving him down. Like, hello. Like, please stop. Everybody on this plane can hear your acquisition. Okay. Fancy pants. So then, (laughs) no, it gets better. Okay. So then that was the flight going out. The flight coming home this morning, which by the way, I've decided that my husband hates me because he put me on a flight that's at 630 in the morning. Who does that? Okay. Wait, and you were like late, you were in, er, wait, is it later time zone? Earlier time zone? No, later. What is it? Time zones kill me. I have no idea. But so if it was six o'clock that time it would be what four o'clock our time yeah that's crazy that's so that's crazy so so try to calculate that wake up time good luck um it was early that's all i know so anyways i'm sitting there totally seated and there's these last stragglers coming on the plane well this woman walks by and she kind of stumbles over like somebody and i hear her say it she goes i left my shoes in the middle of the aisle And I thought, I I don't know who she's talking to. I thought maybe she was on her phone or something and didn't think anything of it. So then I see her walk past me and the flight attendant comes back through once everybody's seated. And of course, I, being nosy rosy, stick my head out the aisle because I only sit in aisle seats. Remember that, Courtney? Yes. So I stick my head out that. Sure enough, this woman's flip-flops are in the middle of the main aisle. The main aisle that everybody's coming down. Coming from a flight out of Vegas, I would expect someone drunk enough to do that. But we weren't even but, flying to Vegas. That That's what the kicker was. Oh, that's was. right. Your flight to your layover. Yeah, we had a layover. And I'm like, um, lady, you you really did leave your shoes in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> like, she was See, barefoot. Like, how do you just leave your shoes? I, I, I couldn't even make sense. And everybody around me is laughing their asses off because we all can't believe what we just witnessed. It happened. I, I'm pretty flabbergasted myself. I mean, flip-flops, as it is, is like the bare minimum shoe. So right. what would the necessity be to kick those off? And then, seriously, that type of disgustingness is what ends up with people sounding like I do right now. 
I'm sick, by the way. So the fact that I sound like crap, sorry about that. But it's that kind of nastiness that carries around germs everywhere. Yeah. And then I bet you she's one of those people that puts her feet up, like, on the actual armrest so that her feet are almost oh touching the gosh. person in front of her. Guarantee you that's who I she is. I guarantee you're right. That's probably very true because I'm, I'm just glad she kept walking because I didn't want her to sit anywhere near me. I that's It's bad enough. Gross. I already had, like... Some woman that was coughing and hacking up a lung next to me, and then like, the, like babies don't really bother me, so I'm I'm cool with it, right? Babies on flights, I'm sure I'm not. I'm sure that's kind a of, whole I, yeah, that's podcast. a whole that's a whole other <laughs> podcast because I know people that are not super fond of sitting next to children, but you know I they've never bothered me. I you know I even think... the screamy screamy ones i just feel super bad for the the moms out there and the dads who are like trying to shush their kid um but i do i i do have to say this courtney and i know this is getting off on a total tangent but i do appreciate the moms and dads out there that at least try to make an effort to quiet their child or try to calm them down it's oh, the right. ones that look right. like they don't give a crap and Absolutely. they're just like, here, deal with my kid and all its glory. And they just don't care. Like, I don't no, like those. Absolutely. Those people. No, you're right. That's absolutely the truth. And um, actually, on my last flight, where was I even going? Oh, I was going to a wedding with my husband. And we were going by ourselves. And we had um, twins sitting behind us. They were the cutest little things. They couldn't have been more than maybe a year and a half. And one of them kept kicking my seat. <clears throat> Sorry. And... You know, to be expected, they're in car seats and, you know, they want to be out. And so I, I'm used to children. It didn't bother me. But what was so funny was the mom kept trying to stop the baby and she was like, you're hurting her. You need to stop. You're hurting her. And I'm, I felt so bad because I was like, I'm not injured. Uh, yes, it's annoying, of course, but um, I'm not going to say anything or shoot dirty looks at the, the parents. Um, and then the dad actually was the one sitting next to me because obviously twins and mom behind us. And he ended up holding one of them throughout most of the flight as the baby slept. And I ended up with a baby on my shoulder Aww. because dad fell asleep. And I just, I don't understand why people can't just be human beings. You knew, I knew the parents were trying and that's just it. I personally think that adults are way more disgusting and inappropriate on flights. Like I, you and I have flown a lot together. A and lot. <laughs> how many times have we seen people completely wasted out of their gourd acting ridiculous on a flight oh, yeah. or fighting with flight attendants over stupid crap or I don't know, leaving their shoes in the middle of an aisle? Yeah, there's that little bit of fun. So um, anyways. So anyways, this had nothing to do with what I we're know. talking about today. No. Zero. But it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Because <laughs> it just happened to me. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll jump into intros. I'm Courtney. Um, I'm the how many plates can I spin at one time mom. I am a full-time working mom to three minions who take pieces of my heart with them every day. And uh, just a fun fact about me, I love to watch scary movies just so that I can cover my eyes during the scary parts. I will never understand you and your whole scary movie crap. <laughs> you sure I you really don't want to come and watch it too I with me? I can't even. You know that movie ruined my life. Okay? I know. You're not seeing the second one. <laughs> don't, don't get started on that. So anyways, I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub. I'm a wife and an office dweller for nine hours a day. I work hard so I can play hard and I make lists for just about everything I can think of. And I really do think that Fruity Pebbles should be its own food group, Courtney. Oh, man. I love that Fruity Pebble waffle cone that I had in Park City. You're so mean. Month. I can still see that picture in my mind. <laughs> I took the picture just for you. I know. It was Fruity rude. Pebbles are good. It was rude. 
So let's get on the subject. Um, who loves family drama? Me. We all love it. Yay. Not really, right? <laughs> I mean, most people have heard the sayings about how you don't need DNA to be a family. You don't, um, blood doesn't distinguish who you love, yada, yada. So after 11 years of our friendship, one thing that we have discovered and we realize now is very possible is that we have built ourselves into a solid family unit. A lot that, you know, comes from the fact that we just love each other's children as much as we do as if they're family. And we've taken our best ideas for how we think family should be. And we've applied them to ours, even though there's not DNA that ties us together. Absolutely. I think, you know, we really became a family when um, I first came to visit Courtney after she had her second minion. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha ha. Best story ever. Uh, The moment I saw that little bundle of joy, I was hooked though. Um, But he wouldn't wake up. Okay. I wanted this little person (laughs) to like me so much and he would not open his little eyes. Okay. So I thought, all right, all right, cool. You're already stubborn. So cool. I love you more. (laughs) All right. Um, And then it took Mr. S coming in and that was it. This kid automatically, it was like the sound of his booming voice must have woke him up or something. And keep in mind, people, like I was trying with all my might to get this baby to open his eyes. I was shaking his little toes. I was tickling his feet. It was like, he was like, nope. I'm not doing anything for you. And I was pissed. I was literally (laughs) that kid throwing a tantrum who wanted to be picked for the team. And it was just, it was, it was hilarious. And Courtney through vomiting is like laughing at me. I'm like, it's not funny, friend. It's not. He was not an easy child to give birth to in in general. And it's funny because now I'm thinking about the fact that he didn't open his eyes for you. He wouldn't immediately cry for the doctors after he was born. And for whatever reason, this conversation just happened in my household. And um, we were talking about how I how concerned we were because he wasn't making any noise. So obviously quite stubborn. But he was stubborn from the jump. (laughs) From the get go. And he still is (laughs) 10 years later. Totally. Well, actually, almost 11 years later. Um, and that's this is the moment that we call our National Geographic moment. And I, I have always been so thankful that that moment did not scare you right after having kids, you know, right out of having kids at that time. Um, I had C-sections with my kids. So and don't give me shit. You know, we'll chat about <laughs> bullying around birth practices later. Right now, we're not going to. Anyway, I had I've always had horrible reactions to um, pain meds. I can't take pills. I can't take injections. I just I don't do well. So Paris and I had probably only been friends about shit five minutes at this point. And, um, and we, but we were close enough that she was coming to the hospital to see Minnie number two when he was born. And I'm super one of those people that I'm like really open. If you want to come see me, I don't care. Like come see the kid. Like it doesn't matter to me, but here I am. Um, (laughs) and all my stapled up puking groggy glory. Cause Mm -hmm. of course I am puking because of the, the, pain meds the nurses kept trying to give me meds to stop the puking which was making me groggy but I was still puking um and the whole thing it just was it was a miserable mess but so at some point because I had problems with my first one with breastfeeding and at some point I was really clear with this one that I was breastfeeding to not give him a bottle so at some point the nurses tell me that I need to start breastfeeding minion number two and And, they were super rude about it and they were super rude and very pushy about it and of course Again, remember, I'm puking, I'm groggy, I, I'm not having a very easy time functioning. So without a thought, <laughs> I unhook my gown. And of course, I've got the, the fabulous breastfeeding bra underneath. And I just 
I just, you know, pop them out. She and... whipped it out, y'all. <laughs> whipped it out. So I'm, ta- I'm trying to breastfeed my son while puking on the side i kid you not i had a bowl in one hand and the baby in the other arm and my husband is panicked like it's hilarious on top of all of this (laughs) mr s was so excited and i i have to say it's one of the more sweet moments that i have memories i have of him with your boobies out it's nice that's really (laughs) nice because he was so excited to visit that he just he just walked in because i told him he could and he got an eyeful of the same National Geographic moment. And I have to say, thankfully, he never spoke of it. He walked right back out, let everything get cleaned up and came back in. And that, that's when the little one woke up. But I have never loved him more than then because he never said a word about any of it. Unlike Paris, who literally has never let me live that down. Never. Excuse me. Excuse. Hold on. Okay. I wasn't prepared for the Areola show, friend. <laughs> All right. I was so confused. <laughs> One minute, she's Linda Blair from The Exorcist spewing chunks from all that medication that the fucking doctors were pumping into her. It was ridiculous. And then the next thing I know, I'm at the Spearmint Rhino. It was titty city, people. Titty city. How the fuck does a person prepare for that? I was trying to look anywhere that the boobies weren't trying to look at me. That's all I knew. Okay. I was just, I was trying. I honestly think there might've been National Geographic on your actual little TV in there the room. Been. I don't know. Because there's never anything good on those TVs. Like they can't no. get you some good. Maybe nowadays. Hey, you know what though? Maybe nowadays having a baby is way better. Cause I bet they have like direct TV and stuff in the rooms. You know, actually, and totally off topic, when my youngest had uh, surgery on her arm a couple years ago when she broke it, they actually had movies to rent what? from the nurse's station, yes, to put into a Blu-ray player that they had in her room. That's some bullshit. Yeah, they didn't have that when we had kids. No. But, you no. know, seriously, though, it's moments like that. Like, we realized that, shit, we've been through a lot together. And I guess we should always be friends because you see my boobs. So mm. we should yes. always be friends. And um, that was probably the first crazy experience we had together. Because, again, we've been friends. We had been friends about five minutes before I showed you my boobs. And, of course, because I just had a baby, it was one of the most impactful for my life at the time. I had given birth. And at the same time, I was holding open tryouts for friendship. Paris just didn't know I was testing her at the time. That's okay. I got you back with the popcorn all over the floor and then trying to pee in the sink. So that, yeah. I, I didn't you know back. you were going to go public with that one. Oh, but. yeah. Because it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. And you had to be there to really fully but understand funny. what was going on. But, um, yeah, I was actually traumatized from the Courtney story. Uh, that She actually told me that I think it was your doctor or was it the doctor before? I don't remember if it was the doctor. It that was actually... my doctor who, um, get, yeah, who did the C-sections. Okay, well, he told... <laughs> He told Courtney the craziest story and she shared it with me of why he won't perform V-backs. And good Lord, if that's not enough to scare anyone from having kids, I don't know what is. Yeah. And again, none of that judgy bitch shit around here. I had C-sections. Yep. And I had no issues healing. I realized some women do and I'm sorry, but I didn't. But after my first, uh, my oldest decided he was going to get stuck and my doctor you know, we did the C-section to get him out. My doctor shared his reasons for why he doesn't perform VBACs. And um, for for you, those who don't know what that means, it's a vaginal delivery after you've had a C-section. Yep, I said the V word. Everybody freak out. I said the <laughs> V word. Um, and this was 11 years ago. So I'm sure practices have changed. I'm sure, right? Like, I don't know. But my doctor's stories, like, 
the stuff that he actually experienced. It wasn't secondhand knowledge. It was stuff he had actually, it had really affected him. Um, they, those stories chill me the bone even now. And I don't know if I'll ever share them, maybe in a later episode or whatever, but I, it's know, a pretty good now. story. I mean, yeah, it's, I, and know, it's real. They're, they're super interesting. And uh, anyway, so speaking of vaginas, uh, my <laughs> clever husband implanted his seed into me. Seed. And Lord have mercy. <laughs> I was seed. pregnant. You shut up with that. All right. <laughs> you just stop it over there. So anyways, so I was pregnant and then Courtney turned into this obsessive auntie once she found out I was pregnant. So she spoke to my belly every day of my pregnancy. And I remember, you remember I told you guys that, um, in the earlier episodes of how she obsessed and she talked to my stomach, she'd sing, she'd hold it. And I'm like, what are you doing crazy? Like, <laughs> I care, I care more about your belly than I cared about. She you. really did. She didn't even <laughs> care. I don't even think she even asked. Like, you know, nope. some women are weird about that. Like, Hey, you know, is it okay if I touch your belly? No. She didn't even ask. She was just like, you no, had seen this is my boobs at this point. Okay, like, still, I figured I we were well them. past well, that. Well, wait a minute. Not at that time. No, I didn't touch them. I have I have fondled them a couple times. Okay, gonna, that's a whole I'll, other I'll subject. confess to that one. Okay. All right. So anyway. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyways, she, she and my cub are super close. And, you know, the only problem with them being close, and I just have one issue with this, and it's any time I tell her that he has done something wrong. Stop laughing. <laughs> Stop it. She tries to spin that shit on me like I did something wrong. So in case you didn't know, I apparently gave birth to a saint according to his Auntie Courtney. Auntie or Auntie? I mean, I think it's Auntie, but I don't know. Y- your hubby says it the other way. I don't know yeah, what the he's fuck. Fancy. Anyways, Auntie. It's he's Auntie. It's Auntie. This or Auntie that. I'm like, <laughs> stop being fancy. Stop it. I mean, there's just something really bonding about being friends with someone throughout their entire pregnancy. I just, you get to experience everything. And when you work together, we were together to get more than you were with your husband half the time. And I got to hear about all the first, you know, the first time she saw him on ultrasound, the first kicks, the first time he punted her in the bladder. That's some bullshit. (laughs) And I flicked him right back. You did because you're a total a-hole. And I would yell at you every time you would do that. I know. She really did. I think you pinched my arm a couple times, too. I probably did. Yeah. I wanted to make sure you felt it. Well, I mean, you know, he was basically like Jackie Chan in there. Okay? He kicked me <laughs> so hard one time. Do you remember this, Courtney? When we were, I was sitting at my desk. I'll never forget it. And my stomach was like, I guess I had just pushed it against the desk too far or something. And it wasn't even like it was that far. But all of a sudden, I'm sitting next to Courtney and I bounce back. And she's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> just happened. I said the baby kicked the desk like I was invading his space. Do you remember this? Yeah. So this is how early that I knew I love this kid. Oh my god. Whatever. <laughs> I will say after having my cub, one of the hardest things um, that has had happened was moving away from Courtney. So sometimes you have to make a choice that is scary. And we had made the decision to move to Denver. So yeah. let me just, <laughs> let me just say this. Denver was definitely the universe's way of making a joke at Paris. And I don't mean that Denver was a joke. So please don't be offended. All you, what do you call them? Denver nights? Hmm. Denver peeps? Denver knees? Are they Denver knees? Maybe they're Denver knees. That sounds fancy. That sounds fancy. Yeah, Denver knees. <laughs> they're all Denver knees people. Uh, but the reason we moved there was because at that time the market had tanked and jobs were super hard to come by. And um, I think this was like in 2009, 
2010. That is when the market tanked. And um, so anyways, finding a stable job for my husband was not easy. And, um, you know, we had we had come from pretty awesome jobs in California. So then for him, us to move here to Vegas, and I had a really great job. Um, and I and I kept it for a long, long time. It's the one that my best friend hired me for. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> See? So anyways, he started. I did good know, things. Yes, you do. So he started applying around the country for jobs and he felt like, you know, going to Denver would be would be a good place because there was a lot going on there at the time for what his industry was. And um, so but it was super hard to interview right out of state because we all know about that. Right. Remember how Courtney and I met? <laughs> anyway so we moved and it was super sad so here's where the joke of moving to denver comes in there were no jobs there either okay so places that he was getting interviews to and everything all of a sudden they would go on these hiring freezes like it just it, it was just a nightmare. And I, and I know there's probably people out there that probably were in similar, similar situations to us where they couldn't find jobs. Um, you know, it was just a tough time. You know, we were almost like in the depression at that point. Right. So, I mean, maybe not that severe, but still, you know, people were losing their homes. Like, dude, like, it's just crazy. Like that movie, was what was that time. movie? The Big Short. Did yeah. you ever see that? Yeah. No, I never That's watched like, it, but oh, yeah, I've heard about it. Oh, you got to see it. It's disheartening, but it's like, wow, it's super eye-opening. But um, anyways, so guess who calls with a job opportunity for my husband? This is the joke. Las Vegas. <laughs> like they straight flew him here, interviewed him, and offered him a job within like, I don't know, a couple hours. I was so mad, but I was happy because, of course, you know, coming back to Vegas, I would be with Courtney again. Uh, we only lived in Denver for like 10 months, and we moved right back to Vegas. So my job was super gracious in letting me move right back into the same office, right next to Courtney. Same awesome. cubicle. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Cubicle. Thank you for clarifying. We didn't get offices. We weren't that no. special. No, and it, yeah, honestly, we didn't really care. Like our no. side of the office was kind of like our office because nobody was over there but us. No, and it was then, just us. You know, of course, we loved irritating all the people around us. <laughs> <laughs> but they, to be fair, they irritated right back. So um, yeah. Anyways, so I was so happy to be back with my bestie, and secretly I hope <laughs> that Courtney will move back to Vegas. You know, since I was kind enough to move back for her and all. Oh goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it it was really hard for me when you guys moved to Denver. It was hard because I felt like I was missing so many like really big things with the Cub. But when they got back, we were super lucky to have him at our house all the time um, because my mother-in-law, who's so awesome, was babysitting him. So I got to see him tons and he grew close to my minions and they they immediately we all immediately just started calling them cousins I think the only time that my kids didn't care for him was when he started learning how to pull hair, but it was, I don't know if it was on purpose, but it was kind of funny. Um, I had to explain to Minion number one, who would have only been, shoot, like what, five at that point, not even five, that, you know, babies just sometimes pull hair and it didn't mean anything. (laughs) But, um, you know, that's probably the only time they haven't cared for each other. But now I've lived in Oregon for five years, so I can no longer use the whole Paris, Denver stint against her. You're damn right. Crazy. Yeah. And I did how, for a long time, too. And how did I not know that my cub pulls hair? You, I mean, okay, so for people that don't know me, I have really, really long hair. And he never, ever was interested in pulling my hair. Ever. 
So I I find maybe that very it was the short hair. Maybe it's the short hair that he thought was interesting. I don't know. Maybe but that's, how, that's, that's interesting. We each have like super random memories of our kids together or separately, I guess. Right. Oh my God, Courtney. Do you remember that one time that Mr. A <laughs> scared the bejesus out of your oldest minion? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I can still hear his little shrill across the damn office. That's one of my favorite memories of him. Uh, so we worked to- when we worked together. Uh, we had these awesome Halloween events. Those I guess. were so fun. Yes. They were really cool. You know, all the departments would decorate their areas, and then um, we got, we all got to bring our kids. Well, you know to the office and trick-or-treat around. (laughs) (laughs) And it was fun because there was tons of games and they just, you know, it's similar to, um, what do they call them now, Courtney? Um, Uh, Trunk or treat. Yeah, trunk or treat. Yeah, when people like park Um, in the parking lot. Yeah. Right. But, you know, this was in the safety of our office. office. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know that that's much safer. Well, I mean, but also on a total different tangent, the one thing that I've always thought about Vegas, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't been there in five years, Up until the night of Halloween, I would have thought the weather was perfect. And then Halloween night, every year that I can remember with my children, it was always fucking cold. Oh, and windy. And windy. Windy as fuck. Every fucking Halloween. And so I actually really liked doing a trunk or treat or whatever we would call it in our office because the kids didn't have to be outside freezing their asses off. Yeah, no, it was cool. Anyway, so that was the games and everything. That was just a blast. And now, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, her oldest minion is in high school. Oh, God. That's so disturbing. So I totally do remember that because, I mean, some of my favorite Halloween, you know, Halloween memories for the kids when they were like real little. Um, and I am that mom that laughs her ass off when her kids are scared like that. Sorry. I just am a horror. I scare my kids all the time. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Um, but yes, my oldest is a big old high schooler now and has the attitude to boot. Uh, mm-hmm. I just like to push that from my mind though, and continue living in my little box of where homecoming and dances and girls. Oh God, no girls. I just don't want them to exist at all in my boys' lives. Just, I just, I think I need something a little stronger than tea right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't yeah. deal. I'm just kind of glad, at least for me, and this is totally selfish on my part, that you're going through this shit before I do. <laughs> So I can sit here and take notes and figure out how I'm going to handle when my Rude. kid is caught up in some crazy romances. And, oh, my God, I can't even think about that. But, you know, he already got a love note, and he was seven at the time. Those are I, so standard, though. I uh, think everybody does that. All I think I feel like they all get those. But I just, I don't, I, apparently I forgot what it's like to be a little girl. And I literally remember thinking, what is that mother teaching her daughter? <laughs> But, you know, then I have to remember when I was a little girl at that age, I was chasing boys around the schoolyard and, you know, so she gets a pass. So I think it's just girls and glitter and they need to play house or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm, I am not a good mother role model when it comes to my boys. I would like to, I would like to say that I've grown and learned, but both of my boys avoid telling me about girls as if they just robbed a bank. All because <laughs> I made some very little comments. I mean, little about ending any girl that comes near them. And I say oh ending as in dig deep slice right. Mm. Uh, and I mean, I didn't really m- mean it, I think. I mean, 
sort of. Are you sure, friend? I don't know. Are you sure? And but, for those of you who don't understand what dig deep, slice right means, it's dig deep in the throat and slice it across. Okay, I've never told not, that. But that's not, you know, violent or anything. Okay, but I haven't told exactly that. But what I do know is that if I did have to end a girl for messing with my babies, I would be calling Auntie Paris to bring the shovels. Oh, you damn right. That is happening. And the wine. So... We have definitely made the commitment to become family, so there's no getting rid of each other, that's for sure. But speaking of commitment, um, is it time for our annual family vacation yet? Oh, man. That's one of my favorite, favorite subjects. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know about all of you, but traveling with friends is a super stressful thing. Like, you never really know, like, how it's going to go. I, I have... I've traveled with other people. It's been fine. I just was, you know, it's, it's pretty stressful. And especially when you have kids, oh my God, because your kids want a million things and are your friends, kids going to want stuff. It's just a whole thing. Um, but last year was our first real serious family vacation together. I mean, we've been to Disneyland at the same time, but this was a seven day cruise. Seven days. Seven whole days. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so it was the best vacation though for everybody. Uh, they still talk about it. Uh, I do. And yeah. we totally surprised the kids. This was awesome. So Courtney told her kids that they were going on a cruise. Um, she told them at like Christmas time. It was their Christmas present, right, Courtney? Yeah, it was a Christmas gift. Yeah. yeah. So she tells them, oh, you guys are going on. She actually did this really cute thing. She um, made these little bags and had them open it at the same time, right? Yep. Thank you, and- Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> And like the video though was pretty awesome of her giving it to them because they were like stunned. Like they weren't sure yeah. if what they were reading was the right thing. It was great. Um, because it's a that's a pretty big gift, you know what I mean? And her oldest minion actually had been asking to go on a cruise for years because Courtney and I have gone on several cruises together. And yes. Courtney's gone on cruises with other people as well. So he's like, Well, this must be a good thing. My mom keeps going on these things, but she's never <laughs> taken me. I love cruising, friends. You'll learn this about me. I love it. Nothing better than a buffet at sea. (laughs) (laughs) Unlimited ice cream, friend. Unlimited ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. (laughs) but So she told them that they were going on a cruise. That was their Christmas present, okay? But she kind of left out the fact that we would be there with them as well. So, um and I am over the top about keeping secrets with my my. I don't know how you do this. I I really don't. So I didn't tell the cub until we actually landed in Los Angeles. And I never even told him. He figured it out once we were, you know, obviously parking at the ship and (laughs) walking on board. And he's like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. And um, he still didn't know that the Courtney fam was on board. Okay, so... We had decided, which was really kind of tough to coordinate so that the kids wouldn't see our phones. Uh, We were trying to make sure like we didn't run into each other. It was not easy. That was super difficult. Because again, my kids wanted to go do stuff. And I was trying to keep up at one place and it was just, oh, it was such yeah. a pain in the butt. But yeah, it so was I'm great. like, we're meeting on the Lido deck, okay? So uh, their expressions, though, when we met up there were priceless. Priceless. It was. That was probably our best secret, secret plan ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how we kept it a secret for that long. I really, I don't have any idea. But it worked out pretty famously. And I just totally went into this vacation, though, thinking that we 
we like maybe three like three days in we're gonna need a break from each other but it really didn't come down to that the kids Mm-mm. got along great we really just enjoyed the company and it really was like a big family vacation and i have to say that my favorite part one of my favorite parts was sitting down every night and having dinner together yeah because sitting down as a family i think we both talk about this i know in my house we don't get to do it as often as i'd like because of hours and who works and who eats and all that i know it's really important in your household um, but to sit down and eat as a, as a family at dinner. And when we would all sit down at one big round table and the kids are chatting and they're having a good time and we're all sharing food and it was just so nice to come together at that end. And you just, you could feel that bond. Yes, absolutely. That was, that was definitely the high highlight for the moms. Okay. Yeah. For there. the moms. I'm sure for, the, for moms. the kids, but for the moms. The kids, <laughs> the ki- literally, we probably could have left them in the kids club the entire fucking time. No, no, my kids just wanted to stand next to the soft serve machine. That's all they well, wanted. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So her oldest minion <laughs> was challenging my husband how many ice cream cones they could eat in a day. Didn't they get up to like eight a They piece? did. It was ridiculous. I was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm looking at my husband. I'm like, you are supposed to be a good influence. What are you doing? And not to keep droning out about this uh, vacation, but one of my other favorite things was going on our excursion. And it was a snorkeling excursion. And, um, it was like this boat that did snorkeling and they, and they took us to a beach or whatnot, but they also offered a beginning course in scuba. And I obviously had the other kids to deal with and we're all together. And my oldest wanted to learn how to scuba dive. And I was like super nervous about the idea of him going underwater. It's not something I know how to do, but I was nervous. He's not even my kid. I know. It was just very nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, but Paris's husband, who is already a certified scuba diver, um, offered to do the class with uh, my oldest so that he wouldn't be alone. And I just knew, mo- I'm like, okay, good. He won't drown. <laughs> but it really meant a lot to my oldest and it meant a lot to me. And it's just, again, it's just um, having that family bond. It was really great. Yeah. And you know what? It meant a lot to my husband as well, because I want to say for either Christmas or his birthday, we sent him, it was super important for my husband to send him something about scuba diving to keep him interested because, you know, when we go on vacations in the future, he really wants to be able to take him. And I think it means a lot to him being, you know, the uncle in, in, in your minion's life. So I know it means a lot to this family or this side of the family it's, as well. It so does. It's really, it was very cool and very bonding moment. So, um, But, you know, you just never know what to expect when you travel with other people, right? So I traveled with another family before on a Disney cruise, and it was fantastic, and we had a ball. But there's always that nervousness you get when traveling with anyone, you know? Even the first trip I had taken, a business trip with with Courtney, was a little nerve-wracking because I'm like, oh, God, is she a snore? She can be, by the way. Wow. Just throw that shit right out there. I can't like, trust I can you with you anything. Right now, I can tell you right now because she's sick. She's definitely a snorer. Okay. Definitely. Whatever. I can't help that I can't breathe. But to the flip side of that, Courtney can tell you that I can fall asleep. Oh, glasses on. Glasses on. Kindle on. Yes. In my face. I have literally woken up in the middle of the night, looked over, and she still has her Kindle propped on her chest because she doesn't move when she sleeps. It's the creepiest thing ever. She's like a vampire. I'm like Morticia. Yes, you're Morticia. Perfect. (laughs) But I've been lucky to really travel with some cool people. So I I lucked out. I mean, totally. And I walked away from that vacation knowing that we had to make it annual. And I think it's awesome that even our husbands are holding us to this. Even mine, who's not even, he's like the most antisocial person I know. (laughs) 
I think it's funny that my husband had to twist your arm to make this next vacation happen. He was so into it. It really was the great. That's another thing. At the end of the uh, the the cruise, we were sitting together in that whatever you call it, that lounge area waiting to be able to exit. And uh-huh. we just all said, we have to keep doing this. Like, it was just great. The kids were running around having a blast. It was just, I'm super proud of us, though. I mean, we've been through some shit and moves and not being close. And I mean, some that we've, that we'll probably talk about here and some that we won't because that's high security and unique clearance <laughs> and and private. Um, but I can confidently say that Paris, you know, having Paris by my side and even more by my children's side has been one of the best things that I've had happen in this lifetime. So we are blessed. And that's some shit I don't say often. People that know me, I don't use that B word very often. Um, but we are blessed to have built what we saw family to be. And that message was bought and paid for by Paris, the bestest bestie ever. (laughs) I'm kidding. I think I rank like third or some shit like that. Shut up, dummy. (laughs) So that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids alive. And enjoy every moment. If you want to reach us, email us at moms who say the F word at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at moms who say the F word. And remember, if you can't say something nice, come sit next to us. Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. Until then, these moms are fucking out. Bye.